Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and not only do I have Sabrina Barton with Working Moms Connection in studio, but her little boy, who's, you said, almost three months old, three is that right? Old, yes. So if you hear a little baby in the background, that is actually very symbolic about of our conversation today, which is balancing work and motherhood. And Sabrina, you started the Working Moms Connection. Yeah, so I am uh, the co-founder. Um, of Working Moms Connection. It's a nonprofit organization. And May Anderson is our founder. And it kind of just started as a conversation one day that um, said, hey, I'm feel- having a hard time going back to work. And it's really hard. It's a lot harder um, after you have a baby to get the same enjoyment out of your career. And so um, as we were talking, we uh, developed this idea that Working moms shouldn't have to sacrifice their family to advance in their career. And so we have just been building on that idea since about 2000, the end of 2017. And then we actually were granted nonprofit uh, status last year. Congratulations. Yeah. Way to take a dream and, and something that applies to so many women and men, but in women in particular who it's been in the last few decades where we've been entering into the workforce and trying to figure out the balance. My mother's generation, they weren't as working out of home or within home as often. So this is somewhat of a modern challenge for women definitely. nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So we're excited to be able to um, tackle that challenge and uh, be able to help women see what their what success looks like for them and have them define, okay, this is what I want out of life and be able to have the tools and confidence to, to go after that, no matter what their dreams look like. Now, one of the things I want to mention for those of you who are on Facebook, I want you to go to their group. It's called Working Moms Connection. It's a support group. And there's over 10,000 uh, women there. And I am on that group as well. It is extraordinary. We have women of all different ages talking about the issues that they're tackling and they're giving each other advice and feedback, even some coaching about how to get a raise when you need it or looking for flex time. What are some of the topics that you have worked with, May, to out identify and say, okay, here are some of the things we want to know or we want to help women with? Yeah, totally. So um, a lot of the conversation um, stems around um, how do you know? How do you find good childcare and things like that, and reliable resources for for things like that, um, and then also just dinner. <laughs> that's always a topic. That's always a topic that comes up. What are you guys doing for dinner? That's quick. Um, I have a lot going on, and uh, so that's something that definitely gets addressed a lot, and a lot of ideas thrown around about that. Um, but yeah, kind of like you mentioned, just a lot of different things like, hey, this happened in my workplace. Um, what do you guys What do you guys think about this? Or um, I am looking at these three different job options. What one would you guys pick? One is closer to home, but it doesn't pay as much. One has a longer commute, but it pays a little bit more. I read what that exact thoughts? post, by the yeah. way. And, and it was interesting because some of the women from their experience are saying, hey, if you can get a greater salary, 
um, even if you're and you're closer to home, that's great. And others were saying, wait, but your existing job is giving you flex time, which means whenever a child is sick or whenever you want to be home, you're in charge of your schedule. That's priceless. And to see the conversation coming back so that for me as someone who's watching that, I can make a little bit more of an informed decision because I'm seeing what people have been balancing in, in their experience. Yes. And so it's fun to see the different different perspectives um, from people all across the nation. And then we actually have a couple people from out of the country, too. So it's it's been really interesting to follow some of those posts and um, get to get to see their perspective and ideas and tricks to to balancing both and and figuring it out and um, being able to to help each other and support each other because that's really what it's all about is if women have support in the workplace they're more likely to to stay there and to feel fulfilled and to be able to tackle those things once they get home. If they're happy at work, they'll be happier at home. If they're happier at home, they'll be happier at work. So the Facebook group is called Working Moms Connection. Support Group. Thank you. Say that again. Working Moms Connection Support Group. Yep. Right? So you're going to look for that. Now that you're a nonprofit, you're much more than a Facebook group. Tell us about what you are. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Involved in. Mm -hmm. So um, we help working moms with a couple of different things. Um, The first one is hosting community events. So having events that just encourage and support women and give them the tools and resources, whether that's um, to advance in their career or to start their own business. Um, And so, yeah, we have, we actually have our first big event coming up in June. And so we can talk a little bit more about that later. Um, but then the second thing that we do that I think is really awesome is, um, provide furnishings for mother's rooms. So like rocking chairs and mini fridges and just things like that to ease that transition between your maternity leave back into the workplace, because that's stressful for a lot of women. (laughs) It is, especially if for those who decide to nurse and you need to keep the milk refrigerated or whatever it may be, you may need a place to, to uh, use that breast pump. Yeah. And, and so your idea, as you've conversed with other moms and, and the other co-founder, is that in order to be supportive of mothers in their workplace, we need space and we need tools. Absolutely. Yes. So we have an application um, if you want your if you want to apply um, to, you know, get those furnishings for your business, then we have an application on our website um, because that was one of the that was one of the drawing factors of me helping with this was that um, May, the founder, uh, was like, yeah, I had to pump in a empty janitorial closet that didn't have a lock on the door. And um, she's an engineer, so a male-dominated field. Um, and my experience with pumping at work was totally opposite. It was amazing. <laughs> and we had a room with a locked door. And um, and so it, so that's something that we want to provide to other women, just that, that comfort in knowing, hey, there's a space for me and I can continue doing this if that's something I choose. And office buildings in the past were designed by those who may not have been thinking about life balance, totally. right? Yes. And motherhood. Yeah. And so that leads into the last thing um, that we're going to be launching here pretty soon um, is business coaching. So just kind of adjusting the company culture um, to reflect more parent-oriented businesses and companies. And so um, we are going to be kind of teaching um, executives and higher-level 
uh, bosses and supervisors, hey, this is how to create a parent-friendly environment, not only for moms, but for dads too. You know, dads can say, hey, can I leave 30 minutes early to go drop my kid off for baseball practice? And um, it doesn't it doesn't just have to be about the mom. It's, it's a family. And so we want to create a more parent-oriented and family-oriented uh, company culture. I love that. Let's talk just a bit about that. What what does a parent-oriented culture look like? From all your discussions and your discussions with May, what would you describe a parent-oriented yes. work culture? What would it look like? Okay, so a little bit more flex time. So whatever that means for that company, whether that is working remote, um, you know, when either when you need to or having a set schedule of working, you know, from home. Um, and then also being able to either come in a little bit early or and, and then you can leave a little bit early um, as well as having a, having, you know, space for those types of things to take place. Having, you know, even if it's a little company party where your family's invited and and you get to meet other people um, and just helping both um, both parents value the idea of family and helping helping um supervisors see that this is something that's important. You know, family doesn't have to be the distraction. They can be the reason. They, that's what's driving our employees to work hard. And if your employees are happier, there's less stress in their life because they've got a bit more balance, yes. I would think the payoff in the workplace is you're getting more energetic productivity. Yes. Right? Yep. More commitment. What did you do um, in your work history prior to um, uh, forming or co-founding Working Moms Connection Support Group. Yeah, so I was a graphic designer for a health and fitness company. Um, and so I um, had a little team of graphic designers and um, we did the digital marketing for a health and fitness company. And did you find that that you're talking about the facilities at your workplace were very supportive for a mom returning to work? Yes. Was there um, a discussion with you about why they designed the building in the space like that? Did they say, hey, we're a family-friendly company? Or um, That was one of the values that I asked about in the interview process. And I, I, don't, I didn't have kids at the time that I started working. And so I didn't really put much thought into it. Um, but it was something that they had mentioned. And, you know, I was like, oh, that's cool. But then after I had been there, I had been there two and a half years. And then I had my daughter. And, um, and so then after that, then... I worked full time. I went back full time, forty hours in the office, um, and then we had some nanny situations, and <laughs> um, and then I was able to work part time from home. So I worked two days a week from home, um, and then when I was in the office, then yeah, they had a really great facility with a rocking chair and a mini fridge, and um, I was able to pump and had some really great supportive supervisors. And then, I mean, there were some times when it was like, oh, you have to miss, a, we can't schedule a meeting then because she has to pump or or we have to, um, or, you know, things like that. There were definitely still some of those types of things, but for the most part, um, then they were super supportive and just able to say, okay, you have your babysitter sick, like work from home or, you know, and then sometimes I'd have to work 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night to make up those hours. But they were really great at letting me be able to do that. Yeah, and they didn't punish or shame or marginalize you for doing that. I have memory, memories, by the way, for those who've just joined us. Again, it's Sabrina Barton, co-founder of the Working Moms Connection Support Group. It's a nonprofit entity, and we're going to talk about some events, uh, one in particular we want you to be a part of. But I'm thinking back to when I was a mom, and I was working at a location 
called We're Perfect. It used to be the headquarters of a big software company. Well, we only had one car. So what I would do is I would put my three, let's see, my two oldest little babies in a little bike trailer and my youngest, who is about 10 months old, on the back of uh, the bike. So I had all three of them with me. I would ride from my house to the sitters, drop them, nurse, drop them off, ride my bike to work. Then at work, they let me combine my two 15-minute breaks into one half hour so that I could bike back, nurse again for that baby, bike back to work, and get back. Whoa, those were hustling days. Wow. Those were hus- <laughs> those were. <laughs> I'm not sure that we could call that as flex time as much as, as what it felt like when there's so much pressure because you need to take care of the needs of your children. Finding daycare that's helpful can be such a challenge. As you do that. So you're finding that is one of the, the, the larger topics. How do I find good daycare that I can trust? Yeah. And so we're actually really excited. Um, at our event coming up, then we have um, an entrepreneur. Uh, she created the Momni app. And so that is an app that is like on-demand daycare. Wow. So you can either sign up to be a host mom where you can watch other people's kids or you can um, sign up to receive daycare. And so that's been really awesome to watch her journey and just be able to see that, hey, there's a need for this. There's a need for women that are working part-time or uh, don't need nine-to-five daycare that are still looking for these types of things. Um, for their children and to have a reliable daycare or even just as a backup. Hey, my daycare is closed because of a holiday and I still have to go to work. <laughs> right. Balancing all of that. It brings back flashbacks for me. This is Rebecca Cressman and this is Utah Weekly Forum. Let's talk about the event. When is it? What is it called? And how do we become a part of it? Yeah, great. So it is called Embrace. Embrace 2019 uh, by Working Moms Connection. And we actually recently just teamed up with UVU, Utah Valley University, and their MBA program. And so wonderful. They're a big supporter and yes. sponsor. Congratulations. Yep. So we have a bunch of a bunch of great sponsors. Uh, Silicon Slopes is sponsoring us and uh, Kodiak Cakes will be there. Anyway, some really great sponsors. And so it's coming up June 14th and 15th. It's in Provo at the Utah Valley Convention Center. And so um, it's such a beautiful space, and we're excited to be able to have it there. And um, what it is is a bunch of women that are getting together and getting inspired together, getting encouraged together, getting supported. And so what that means is we're going to have, um, there are four different keynote speakers, and then we have 12 different breakout sessions that they can be a part of. So um, we have three different sessions with four breakout sessions each. Um, And so they'll get to pick between the different topics that are there. We have, um, we're supporting moms in every, in every facet. So um, we have moms that are nine to five moms. We have uh, working moms that are starting their own business. We have moms that are, you know, working from working from home or working just part time. And so we have speakers that address each one of those concerns. We have speakers that are talking about how women start a business and the challenges unique to females in business. And um, and then we have people that are talking about. Um, different opportunities to work from home um, as, you know, as a, still having like a stay-at-home mom um, can still work from home and get those, get that fulfillment and feel that um, sense of, sense of self and like they are, you know, have their place in the, have their spot in the workplace, um, but still get to 
still get to define their success, which is, you know, being at home some of the time and still working some of right. the time. Right. And, and that success isn't measured by what other people are doing. Definitely. It's about what works for you and what you want personally. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. My success isn't going to look like the person next to me's success. And that's great. We need all those different kinds of moms. Um, and so... We have, yeah, we have speakers coming to talk about meal preparation. We have speakers coming to talk about um, the challenges unique to women in business. We have, um, let's see, we have a couple of different um, relationship coaches coming. We have, um, you know, if you're strengthening your relationship, that's one of the things that comes up a lot in um, in our Facebook group is how do I strengthen my relationship? How do I get my husband to help out? And really it comes to down to supporting each other and like just, you know, saying, hey, these are my dreams. Let's support each other. And so we have some really great speakers that are addressing how to communicate with your partner and how to strengthen your relationship. Um, we also have um a couple of workshops about time management. And then we have a psychology professor coming um, that's talking about how to deepen your relationship with your kids. And we have um, a, Michaela is coming. She's from Career Teams. And she's actually um, the president of Career Teams Education. And um, she's going to be talking about how to hold a C-level position when you have young kids. And okay, so, you need to define that for me. A C-level position, is that corporate management? What yeah, is C-level? So, okay. like CEO, COO, oh, yeah. CFO. Um, so, yeah. So she, I just learned something new today. <laughs> Good job, Working Mom Connection. So she um, has, she has, she's the president of her division, and she also has two little boys. And so I'm really excited to hear from her. Um, we also have Mary Maids coming, and they're going to be talking about organization tips and how to make your home be a happy home. <laughs> Simplify it. So yes. when you have limited time to invest in housework and organization, the skills you put into place before, right? That's yes. part of it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they talk about that and then how that can translate into having more time for self-care. And how important is that? <laughs> I don't remember a lot of self-care when the kids were little as I was balancing, but I've, we've learned that it's really important, especially the uh, the emotional and mental health of moms. And I know that a lot of healthcare facilities are screening moms more before they leave the hospital, looking to say, hey, it may not be... Um, you may be experiencing some challenges right after birth with uh, mental health. Make sure you're aware of it. Make sure you take care of it. That is a part of something that is in the journey of working moms, that this might come out of nowhere and that we have to face that as well. Yes. And so that, um, and I'm glad that you brought that up because that actually was another reason that I am so passionate. I mean, I volunteered for a year and a half to get this off the ground. And, um, and so that was one of the things that really, um, compelled me. My husband worked, uh, in a pharmacy for a long time as a pharmacy technician. And, um, the depression rates in Utah are some of the highest in the nation. And so that was something that I feel like, um, with this, we can kind of use to, uh, you know, fight against that and say, Hey, if moms are being fulfilled in, um, the workplace as well as at home, then maybe maybe that's one step in the right direction. And so um, if we can strengthen the women and say, hey, you don't have to, your success doesn't have to look like someone else's. You can just do what you need to do to, to be um, fulfilled and stimulated and um, get those things for yourself so that you can, you can be a better mom and it- 
Well, you're calling it Embrace 2019, right? The event. And the idea that you've approached so many different areas of life. We want close relationships with our children. We want closer relationships with our partner. We want to be able to have better life balance when it comes to work. We want to be able to, when we get home, not go, oh my goodness, what's for dinner? It's frozen, <laughs> right? We want to at least, uh, you know, have the guy half the time making dinner when we come home. I'd love that. Um, but other ideas to just lighten the checklist yes. that is, is exponentially growing as we're balancing our family and work. Yes, definitely. Um, so... Embrace kind of has two different meanings, you know. So so the first one is embrace where you are. You know, say, hey, this is where I am right now, and that's okay. This doesn't mean I have to be here forever, but it's where I am right now, and I can make a plan to be where I want to be in the future, you know. And so then embrace also has, like, embrace, like, hug, you know. <laughs> and so embrace um, others. Embrace that connection that you can feel when you are around others and supported by others. And so those are kind of the things that are driving driving the conference. I think it's absolutely perfect because there is a time that, you know, they have that uh, saying, time and a season for all things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I remember going to our pediatrician when I had a chronically ill baby and I hadn't slept for months and I was saying, I just, you know, I, I don't feel good. I don't have the patience. I don't even know who I am anymore. And she said, did you know that in wartime, sleep deprivation was a torture tool? So she said. That is so interesting. Said, yeah. So she said, I want you for a minute to not feel guilty about how you're at your limit and understand that when you're not sleeping consistently, you don't have the ability to function like you did before. And that's not your choice. You have a chronically. So you need help. And when she opened that door and I realized it wasn't because I wasn't doing it right. It was because the situation I was in was really taxing. It gave me permission to say, okay, here are some things that I can reach out for help so that I can at least get a couple nights sleep, you know, yeah. during, during the week. So that was really personal for me is like understanding outside things or other um, influences within our family might add to this load. And we find ourselves way under the water more than we had expected to be. Yeah, definitely. And so it's it's great that we can come together and share the resources. Like, hey, I feel like it's a lot um, more talked about today than it ever has been. Like, hey, it's okay if you're feeling like this. Here are some tools. Let's help each other get out of this situation. And so that's what we're really excited about um, is to be able to, you know, talk with other women who are kind of in our same situation and be able to learn from them and say, hey, these are the things that are helping in my life. Um, And being able to just take even little steps towards something um, that will help alleviate some of that stress and that overwhelm. Embrace 2019. Before I let you go, we have a few more minutes. Um, I want to go back to just refer to what you were saying. You define your success. If your goal is to be a CEO, that's your goal. So here's some support for that. If your goal is to work part-time, that's your goal. So this is a support group for whatever you are working towards, correct? That's exactly right. That is exactly right. So, um, yep, we have resources for all of those different types of types of moms. And it doesn't matter what the person next to you is going, where they're going or how fast they're going, but we want you to feel confident in the success that you define for yourself. And so, um, and yeah, and so we're just really excited for the event. How can we? Up. How can we um, sign up? How can yeah. we be a part of Embrace Twenty Nineteen? So, 
So um, if you go onto our website, workingmomsconnection.org slash event, then uh, that's where you can find all of the information about that. Um, it talks about how Friday night is going to be our big party. We have music. Yeah, we have <laughs> we have Aveda coming, and they're actually doing hand, neck, and shoulder massages. We have um, True Love Skin Care that'll be there. We have a bunch of different things. So we're embracing self-care Friday night, and then we're embracing connection the full next day on Saturday. Um, and so... We uh, can't wait to to do that. Again, that's workingmomsconnection.org slash event. Um, you can also find us on Facebook or our tickets are being sold through Eventbrite. So you can search for Embrace 2019 um, on Eventbrite too and buy your tickets through that. And what is the co-founder's name? Again, May? May Anderson. May Anderson and Sabrina Barton. Look at what you're doing. You're embracing um, so much of what other working moms around the country are facing, and particularly in Utah, because Embrace 2019 will be in Provo. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, Rebecca. And your baby's beautiful. And he did talk about life balance. He was great during this interview. For more information, you can go to that website again. It's, uh, say it again. Workingmomsconnection.org. Good, plural. Workingmomsconnection.org. Sabrina, thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me.